here you'll learn what's happening in our schools and get to know our people. Those who are young and young at heart, let's learn together, GP. So we can all educate, inspire, and empower each other. Now let's tune in for today's episode of the GP CatCast. Hello, GP family. I'm Sage Moss, and I'm a proud Wildcat serving as your host of today's CatCast. During this episode, we're talking about our teachers and staff all across the district, the people who make a real difference for students like me and who give their all for each of us. We're here with two district leaders who serve all of them and who can tell us how you can best support them throughout the school year and show them how much they mean to you. Whether you're a student like me, a parent or family member, a business partner, or even an employee in the district who wants to lift up another employee. Here with me is our Chief Communications and Engagement Officer, Ms. Crystal Matern, and the District's Executive Director of Human Resources, Dr. Daniel Ceballos. Welcome, and let's begin with two fun questions to get to know each of you a little better. Ms. Matern, if you could live anywhere in the world other than Texas, where would it be and why? Well, first of all, Sage, let me tell you, thank you for that incredible introduction. You are excellent at being a show host, I can already tell. So I am super excited about today's segment. Uh, You know, to be quite honest, I don't think I'd want to live anywhere in the world other than Texas. I mean, I think that's true. If you're if you're a Texan, you probably feel that way, right? We all have that sense of pride. But if if it had to be in the United States, I would say Colorado. And that's because we live in a very flat part of the world, and I would love to see some mountains and some landscape. Um, And if it were anywhere in the entire world, I would say probably the Czech Republic, and uh, only because my family is Czech. And all of my life, I've kind of been, I guess, centered in that culture a little bit. Not a lot, but some. And so it'd just be interesting, I think, to visit Prague or to visit that country in general and to see some of those things and to backpack around Europe. And, And I'm history girl love to read, lots of books, and so I think that would be fun. And because we are here to talk about how to support our district employees, what is one thing that makes you feel supported personally? Personally, I think I feel supported when people just tell me the truth. They just tell me, and sometimes just straight up like it is, but I think in a loving way. We have to create a culture and a society, and I I would hope that I do the same for others and that they feel they can do the same for me, that they can come forward. And whether it's good or bad, you know, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has areas of growth and improvement and opportunities. And so if they can come forward and just tell me and have that face-to-face conversation, and I think that's a respectful way to do that. Uh, and also to do so from a place of care and compassion and empathy. And that always really means a lot to me. I think I feel supported no matter what it is that they're saying or what they're bringing forward as long as they approach it in a certain way. So I try to do the same for others. I try to approach feedback in a certain way and also really just to celebrate and congratulate people as much as possible. Um, I know some of us always feel a little awkward when we're in the recognition seat. I know I'm one of those. Our wonderful superintendent, Dr. Cavazos, told me when I first came to GP, she said, you have got to learn how to take a compliment because I was just not good at it. And I I would um, kind of cower, I guess, when she would say that something was going well or, you know, offer praise in any way. And she looked at me one day and she said, just say thank you. You know, and um, and I struggled with that, and, and she could see it. I think the first time I told her thank you, she looked at me. She goes, "That was, that was hard to do, wasn't it? Oh, very hard to do." <laughs> so, so I'm trying to get better about that as well. But, uh, but I love to recognize people. It's what I do for my job and tell their stories, uh, and that brings me a lot of joy. But yeah, just telling the truth 
and doing so in a way where we can move forward together and grow together and really be more like a family um, than a work environment or acquaintances or or even friends, because I think we should all have that kind of closeness and that trust with one another. Okay, Dr. Ceballos, where would you want to live in the world other than Texas? Well, for me, if it was any other place other than Texas, again, if, if we're going both here in the United States, I'm always going to gear towards Orlando, Florida, because the child in me always wants to visit uh, Disney World <laughs> and I'm also a Harry Potter fan. I've always been read all the books. And so I enjoy going to Universal and having to uh, visit the, the, the Wizard World at all times. I have also had the opportunity this summer to spend a week in Mexico City. It was an incredible time spending that week there in Mexico City with my family, got to see a lot of culture. And it's not just about having the culture and the course for me, I'm always love Mexican food, but Mexico City brings so many different ethnic groups there that we were able to visit some uh, restaurants that were French restaurants, Chinese restaurants, sushi, all different types, having 22 million people in one location, but still feeling like it was a small home environment. It was amazing how you could have that many people in one small location, but still feel like you were at home. I think it was the most exciting time. So I think I would love to spend another week in Mexico City. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. And now I think we all need a snack listening to it. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, yep. <laughs> and what makes you feel supported by others? I like being around people, one, that are positive, uh, people that are uplifting and here to lift other people uh, in their work, but also just to be able to, when somebody's down, to be able to pick them up and, and bring them along. Because we all have the, that one day that's maybe not our best day, but if we're there looking out for each other is people that are helping to lift me and also try to do the same thing for others is lifting lifting them up. I've been lucky enough to start working here uh, at, at Gregory Portland ISD that I feel like we have a team that's a team that's filled with positivity as well as people that are there to lift others up and that's the part that I enjoy. So when we talk about educating and inspiring and empowering others, I think that we're living it and I think that's where you feel support. Thank you for sharing with us. Now let's expand on the idea of being supported by our students, families, and community as district employees, especially our teachers and staff at the campuses and in departments all over GPISD. Let's begin with why it is important to support our employees. Dr. Ceballos, in your role for Human Resources Department, and also because I know you are a former principal, can you tell us why school staff really need community-wide support? I'm going to tell you, based on my uh, 29 years in education, I've always looked for parent and community engagement. I think it's one of those things that becoming a partnership with the community is what helps out because it brings the pride in the community. It builds. And it, uh, when we use the word here at Gregory Portland that we're empowering is because we are bringing in the support not only from uh, our parents, our student, our faculty, but also our community and the businesses that are out there. It needs to be a partnership. And I think what we're doing here is building those partnerships to make sure that you as a student 
are getting the best education possible here. And even this program, this podcast that we're doing, is to be able to provide that information out there, but we're including you as students to be able to also be able to learn how to do a podcast because, and it goes out into the community, so the community gets the word about everything that we're doing here at Gregory Portland ISD. Ms. Matern, in the communications office, your team does a lot to recognize others in the community. Why do you believe it is important to do so? Uh, you know, Dr. Ceballos did a great job encapsulating that family engagement, that community engagement component, and I think it really begins there. You have to have families who are willing to be engaged with your teachers and staff and with our district. You have to have a community willing to get behind the school district in a number of ways, but when you, get, when you do that, what you're really doing is you're lifting people up. And the people, certainly first and foremost, always being the students. That's why we're here. Um, and that's why we do the important work we do. And we know that's why our wonderful employees, 730 of them out there in the district right now, do what they do every day, no matter what that role might be. That's tough work. That's a hard job. Um, I am a mom of six children myself. And so I go home. Um, to the equivalent of a little less than half a pre-K class, uh, I think, when I, when I open the door every day. Um, and that's just for a few hours a day. And you have teachers in this district, you know, that have 20, sometimes 23, 24 students in their care, or they're a teacher at a secondary level, and they have, you know, um, maybe even 100 students, and they, they're coming in and out of their classroom every day, and they have all of these people to care for um, and to lift up. And that's a high, uh, not just a high responsibility, but a high calling. And so um, for the great and noble work that all of our teachers do and everyone who supports them, that community-wide support is so necessary and important. We live in a day and age where you know, engagement looks a little bit different. A lot of times people communicate electronically now rather than in person. You know, I think during COVID was the first time, at least I as an individual, I, I started calling people instead of texting them. And I remember the joy of calling someone. You know, nowadays when someone calls, you think to yourself, oh, why are they calling? Why don't they just text me? Because it's faster, right? Um, and we're just trying to get the, the information out fast. But there's something to that. There's something to that conversation, to that ability to hear another voice, to interact with someone, and to feel in their in their tone, in their inflection, in their presence, in whatever form that might be, that they're behind you, that they support you, and that they partner with you. And it may not be that we always agree. That's how a community works. That's how family works. You know, and if we're a GP community and a GP family, that's how it's going to be. That's the model for that. We need to feel that support on both sides. And so I think those teachers and staff who are just doing all that they can and really putting a lot out there for everyone's children, having that support from the community really matters. And so that's why this is a topic that I know Dr. Ceballos and I both feel passionately about. I know our superintendent, Dr. Cavazos, does as well and all of our school board, in addition to all of our leadership, all of our principals and um, all of our leaders who really we're here to serve them. We're here to serve those, those leaders at the campus level um, and also in every conceivable role district-wide. That's great insight. Thank you. Now let's talk about how our listeners can help lift up our GP teachers and staff. Ms. Matern, there's a brand new program in the district to make this happen. Is that right? Can you tell us more? 
Yes, in fact, uh, right now, if you were to go on our website, there is a big button that looks like a paw print. And that paw print says positive, P-A-W-S, positive praise. It is an electronic means of providing feedback, support, congratulations, commentary from anyone out in the community or within the district to another person in the district who's an employee. And so of those 730 to 750 staff members at any given time, any one of them here, you know, they're working very hard as we've discussed and it really makes a difference in someone's day. I know it means a lot to me every time I get a note from someone saying, hey, you know, thank you mentioned this the other day. Thanks for saying that, you know, or um, I really appreciate that you did this or that. Or, hey, did you know that, that this is what you do every day that really inspires me? Whatever those words might be, and it could be a sentence or two. It could be, um, it could be just thank you. We have a means of doing that now in a very easy way. And so you can avoid the post office. Uh, you can you can avoid having to handwrite something yourself. And you just go on the website, you click that big paw print that says positive praise, and you can send a message to anyone who is an employee of the district in any capacity, as long as you just put their name, um, if you know their department, put their department, and then write whatever note you want, and you can send it anonymously or you can sign your name. This is something that you can do no matter where you are. And when we get it here at the district side, it's something that the superintendent will have access to and be able to see just all of the incoming praise for our teams um, and individuals. And it's something that our cabinet leadership will be able to have access to see. So certainly Dr. Ceballos, who's part of the committee um, that looks at some other employee recognitions. And then it's something that certainly will, will provide access just so that they are aware of just those wonderful things, those stories that are happening, those those different things that are going on in the district. And so you can send that, you can submit it. And then what we'll do here in our office is we will print it on a card that actually has the positive praise logo and people will get it in their inner office. They'll receive it from maybe even their supervisors and they'll be able to, to read those from, and they'll never know when they're coming. They will just show up unannounced. Um, and so it's just a little way to say thank you to them. Um, we will send some kind of token with it, maybe some stickers or maybe something else here and there. Um, just a little surprise to go with it. Um, and we'll provide that oversight. But it's something that we certainly encourage everybody to take um, time to do because it's something easy to do, uh, but meaningful at the same time. Dr. Ceballos, what would you tell others to encourage them to use positive praise as a way to reach out and thank someone for the great job they do? I'm going to tell you, Sage, that I think this is uh, a great way for us as individuals uh, to make sure that we're letting someone know that they are doing a, a great job, or sometimes just to let someone know that Hey, thank you for making me feel great today. I wasn't having a good day, but with your smile today, I want to thank you because that just made my day. I'm going to tell you that one of the things is as a former teacher, even receiving some type of notice from a student, whether it was a former student or a current student, sometimes just where as a student, you're kind of maybe embarrassed to tell the teacher, thank you for, I was having a rough day, but thank you for being there for me today. Maybe this is an easy way for them to tell them, thank you for something that they've done. I think that is more meaningful to get that uh, type of notice for just being there for someone. 
And so I ask everyone, and I encourage you to go into our website, click that pause button, show your love and or just a thank you for any of the staff members. And I, it, I'm not just saying it has to be teachers because we have a lot of great staff here, just like our custodians and our uh, cafeteria workers that are there looking out for our students and our bus drivers that are there uh, making sure that they're staying late, making sure that our, our, our kiddos, our students are getting where they need to back and forth from their home to the school. And sometimes they do uh, that little extra that you as a parent uh, need to just to let them know this is a good way for you to send them a positive uh, note telling them just a, a great thank you for taking care of our kids. Thank you. And Ms. Matern, I know your team manages the school board recognitions for the district now. Some of those recognitions I've seen on Facebook include an Employee of the Month award. You told me your team works together with HR to make that happen. Yes, ma'am. You're exactly right. Um, in fact, communications and human resources work collaboratively quite a bit together. And just by nature of what we do, I think we're all about people in one capacity or the other. So, so yes, those recognitions in that process is something that we collaborate on um, on a monthly or even more regular basis. Dr. Ceballos, what is the Employee of the Month Award and how are people selected as an Employee of the Month? Can anyone submit a nomination? Uh, yes. Uh, one of the things is, as far as our employee of the month, is a way for our employees to get recognized in front of our school board. And so we take uh, three different areas in our in our district as far as for the recognition. But yes, anyone can nominate one of the employees for employee of the month. But what we're looking for is some of our people that are go beyond the everyday their everyday work, they've gone above and beyond, and we have a way to review that, not only with through the supervisors and whoever it may be, that the work that they're, they have done is above and beyond. A committee takes a look at it, and then we send those uh, the nominations, we review those nominations each month, and then three are chosen to be to be recognized in front of the school board, but anybody can nominate them. Their peers can nominate them, their supervisors, students, and even community members can go on our website and submit a uh, recognition. It's a little different from positivity, uh, in which that one is about giving somebody a thank you. This employee recognition is about the above and beyond that you have seen uh, an employee go above and beyond. It does not just include teachers. It's our auxiliary staff and our uh, uh, paraprofessional staff as well. Also, on social media, I know there are a lot of days when some district teams are recognized. Ms. Matern, can you tell us how that works and what to know about that process? Absolutely. So when we receive information from campuses and sometimes photos or content or uh, someone reaches out to us and says, you know, this person's going to be recognized for this thing. You know, we have a communications team. It's a small but mighty team, I like to say. And, and, um, and one of us will go out there and then essentially cover a story from within the district. Also with regard to kind of those year round recognitions, there are graphics that we put together um, on an annual basis for different celebrations or national holidays, state holidays. And so you might have um, school bus safety week 
you know, or um, lunch hero day or something like that. And you'll see those graphics pop up on social media. Uh, all of those days that we recognize in the district are listed on our Facebook, our Instagram, our um, Twitter, which is now X, I guess, pages. And so those are available for everyone to see and just know. Um, for example, World Teacher Day is October 5th every year all around the world. And so as we're looking ahead, maybe that's something that, you know, you out there as a family member or within your family who might know an educator or maybe your, your child's educator or someone in the community that you want to lift up, you know, send them a positive praise on World Teacher Day or think about doing something in some way to recognize them. But we put that out there for the community so that they can be aware of those things and see it. Additionally, there's about half of those days within the district that our, our uh, Team 1 members, which is our principals and directors and above, all of them have access to that recognition calendar and they can see there are certain days in which, you know, we call out specifically to, you know, maybe it's that they do something nice for a certain group at a campus or they recognize them in some other way. And that, that way can be creative, but kind of beyond just the graphic social media recognition. And so there's really two forms of that and really so that we don't duplicate days. So everybody kind of has a day in which some recognition may occur. School districts across the state will do those recognition graphics. And so we want to certainly, you know, do those same things. Our community wouldn't understand if there was another district having a recognition day and then and we failed to do the same thing. And trust me, we find out when we, if we miss a day, you know, uh, they will be calling us and saying, oh, Rockport released this. Oh, yep, it's on our list. We will definitely get that out. Yep, that's, that's pretty much how we do just kind of the general public recognition piece. And then pretty much everything else that we do in communications and public relations pertains to making sure that we provide information and that we celebrate out there all the amazing things there are to celebrate and tell stories about what's happening in GPISD. Dr. Ceballos, as a new leader in the district, we know you probably have a lot of ideas for ways to improve recognitions going forward. Is there anything you plan to review and consider in the next year and beyond? Well, part of the thing uh, that we looked at, I came in July 10th, and we started the conversations already at that time. So at this at that time, one of the things is that we ended up doing already was that we opened up our uh, our board recognition, our employee of the month, to have other people besides their supervisors or their peers be able to acknowledge some, some of those uh outstanding uh, employees that we have. So we opened it up to students and community that could be able to nominate people for that. We also opened up our new positivity praise. Again, click that button when you're uh, out there looking at our, our website. So that's a, another way that we kind of uh, added some of the uh, ways to recognize our staff. And the other one is that we looked at a added as maybe just not just the employee, but also groups of people. Sometimes it might be our group of nurses or our social workers or maintenance and operations that are getting, uh, making sure that our buildings are, are ready for our students to, to be in the building. So sometimes it's a group of people. So we talked about it and we were already on our way to be able to recognize also some groups of people that work together collaboratively and uh, award, uh, providing that recognition through them, either through social media or with their own peer groups together when they have their professional learning communities or their meetings. Ms. Matern, I know you've been working for GPISD for many years now, and recently your team helped with the district convocation event. 
Can you tell us how employee events matter for public recognition and what your thoughts are about those recognitions? How does your team work together with HR to make all of that happen? It is absolutely a collaborative effort with Human Resources, with Dr. Ceballos and his team. Uh, I have been in the district, I don't even want to attempt to count how long I've been in the district now, but for a little while. And um, for many years, convocation was always planned by the Human Resources team. And Dr. Ceballos, he mentioned he came on board uh, just a few months ago, and and that's something that we began immediately working collaboratively. You know, our team was glad to assist, and so... We changed the game for convocation this year, as everyone who attended, I think, may have noticed yes. uh, in a lot of ways. One of the things that we're doing is trying to elevate our district theme every year. And so last year, we we all decided that our um, at the district level with leadership that we were going to be a rock stars this year. So our theme is rock stars, and we did a rock star convocation. Uh, we had a band playing at 7 o'clock in the morning at the gym. And so as teachers and staff were coming in, that's what they came into and they uh, seemed to have a good time we got really good feedback from that but it's just a way to kind of to kind of lift them up and do something a little bit different um, we also had a spirit competition between campuses which was fun and had a huge spirit stick because everything's bigger in Texas and it's really really bigger in GP right and so we got the largest spirit stick we could find uh, TM Clark won that competition so shout out to TM Clark I think they would be calling me if I if I failed to say that so <laughs> so they are our first annual recipient of that award. And then, you know, we, we did our thing. We had a great convocation, excellent message from our superintendent delivered so eloquently, and then an awesome learning conference after that to mingle and to network and to just be a GP family learning and growing together. And so that turned out to be a wonderful day. Um, I profusely thank the human resources team. I know Cameron was out there doing breakfast, you know, Viviana, Elizabeth, they were all over it, uh, you know, trying to get things together also for convocation and new teacher breakfast and orientation. And of course, Dr. Ceballos leading all of that and doing so, having not seen what was done in the past, you know, not being in the same boat that I was in. So um, I think we were in our communications department just delighted to be able to help with that and to partner, which is really, uh, it's a great collaboration and something we should absolutely be doing. And yeah, we're just thankful to be able to be part of that employee recognition and the celebrations that happen here in our district. Moving forward, I know Dr. Savios and I, we've talked about um, plans for, he, he's got some plans, you know, for employee recognitions. You know, we've all got some ideas. Uh, Dr. Ismael Gonzalez is also our Assistant Superintendent of Business Finance and Operations. And together we've collaborated some. We meet monthly for our teachers staff out there, we have some things that we may be coming forward with some ideas that we might be presenting. That's something that I know Dr. Ceballos is taking the lead on, and I'm just extremely fortunate. I feel blessed to be a part of those conversations because I care so much about our staff, um, about our teachers, and about the students that we all serve. I have to say, I fully agree that our teachers and staff deserve all of the praise and thanks they can get. We really do have awesome people in GP, and you too are some of them. So thank you. As we near the end of our discussion, it's time for Your One Thing. I'll give each of you a quick minute to tell us one thing you hope our listeners will do after hearing this CatCast. What action do you hope they take? Dr. Ceballos, we'll start with you. Okay, I'm going to tell you that uh, based on everything that we discussed today, I I'm asking you and I'm encouraging you as not only parents, but students, please go in and use our positivity, positive praise. I, I say that because I think for teachers, it is more meaningful to get praise from a P 
parent or a community member or a student more than it would be coming from me. So I ask you, please use it because it, it'll make not only your teachers, but any of our staff members, like I said, whether it's our food uh, nutrition uh, group of people, our nurses, our social workers, getting a thank you from somebody from the community or from a student will be more meaningful. So please use our positive praise button. Sage, what do I do if Dr. Ceballo stole my answer? <laughs> What happens now? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> just joking. Um, but excellent answer, Dr. Ceballos. For for my one thing, I would I would say just prioritize gratitude. I mean, in whatever form you can. If it's positive praise, awesome. Um, and we would love to have those submissions. We we deeply want to see them and to be able to share that joy. Now, if it's running into someone, you know, at a campus and just shaking their hand and saying, hey, thanks for all you do, giving them a smile. Um, same thing for students, being lifting our students up everywhere you are, everywhere you go. Prioritize that. Make that part of your life. I, I go back to that that time in our lives, in my life, when I started calling people more, you know, during COVID, because we were just, you know, at the house, and, and I'm used to talking to people, and I realized I missed those interactions. I think that can happen for a lot of people. And just just acknowledging someone, just being grateful, just approaching them in a certain way and being kind, you know, I mean, it makes a difference. And if you start your day with gratitude, even if you're having a rough day, if you're walking into a day that you know you're going to have a really long day, it's going to be really challenging, start by writing a thank you note, doing a positive praise, doing something like that, because guess what? Not only does it help the person that you're providing it to and that you're recognizing or you're sending some note of gratitude or confirmation for, it also helps you because it feels good to thank people for what they do. It feels good to give those compliments. That's the advice that I would give, just to prioritize that gratitude and make it a great day. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. Listeners, Please check the show notes for links to submit positive praise today and find out more about how you can support our GP team. I've had a lot of amazing teachers growing up and some people working in the schools who have helped me so much. I plan to do the same thing today and thank someone for what they've done for me. Help spread the word by sharing this podcast with just one other person. Thank you for all listening and thank you to all of our teachers and staff working hard in GPISD and doing amazing things for students like me. You rock, and I wish there were more and more people in the world like you. The more we listen and learn together, the more we become a stronger GP family. We'll catch you next time, Wildcats. Ah!